Hello and welcome to the Super Rugby Round 13 preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And joining me this evening, all the way from South Africa with his unique and deep insights, is the one and only Pillar from Grit Sports. How are you doing, sir? I'm well, Paul. How are you? Not so bad. You're looking very refreshed uh, after your holiday, so that's all good. You're, you're back, raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The show on the road. So, kicking us off this weekend is the Blues versus the Hurricanes. Um, and the Blues welcome back Sonny Bill Williams and uh, Twanga Fassi. Do you think that's going to make any difference? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's great that um, Sonny Bill Williams is back and Twanga Fassi as well. Um, I think it gives them more depth now, uh, the Auckland Blues. Um, especially in midfield. I mean, they've been chopping and changing for a while now, for the past couple of weeks. And now they can they kind of get a bit of stability when uh, Sunny Bull comes in. And I see now Caleb uh, Clark has moved on to the wing. So it should be interesting. But uh, the way the Blues have been inconsistent, I don't think it'll be that big a difference. But it does at least make a little bit of difference for their for their side in terms of depth and and experience. I mean, uh, you can't uh, you can't excuse um, Sonny Bill Williams' experience for I mean for what has been lacking in the blue so far. No, absolutely. One the one actually selection that I found a little bit surprising to note is that Collins isn't injured, and he'd been a very good, very stable presence at fullback. But uh, he's not on the, on the injury list, but he's not being selected. So clearly, um, and Matt Duffy has now switched to fullback. So clearly, they're looking for something a bit different than, uh, than what Collins brings them. Caleb Clark on that mm. wing is going to be interesting. And then for the first time ever, that I've seen anyway, Rico Iwani on the right wing. Which uh, Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know what Tanner's thinking, but uh, let's hope it works out for him. But, but I mean, I think... After after last week's win against the Waratahs, you know the Blues should be pretty should be pretty confident. I mean they're playing at home, so I mean looking at their record against against the Hurricanes, uh, I mean their winning record is fifty percent currently uh, against the Hurricanes. So going into this game, it should be fifty fifty. But oh, but come on, when, Sunday do, back. do you have do you have down there the last time the Blues beat the Hurricanes? Because I mean the, the Blues, because the Blues, the last, the last five games, the Blues haven't beaten the the Hurricanes basically. So yeah, there's if, if we're going to go all the way back to Super Twelve and uh, when when the when the Blues were good, that's that's where a lot of those a lot of those fifty percent of those wins came from. I tell you, um, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's where that's where that comes from. But I mean, you can't discount it. I mean, at the end of the day, stats is a stat, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so one of the reasons that uh, Rico Wani might be on the left on the right wing is because of who will be on the left wing for the Hurricanes. Uh, Hat trick try scorer from last weekend, Ben Lamb, um, up against Rico yeah. Wani. That is going to be uh, an interest uh, an interesting matchup because a lot of people are calling for Ben Lamb to be in the All Black side. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a trial game for the All Black winger for the inbound tour. So. Ben Lamb has to be on top of his game. Rico Ioanni has to be on top of his game defensively and offensively. So both both guys will be on show, basically. So it's a trial game for both of them. So whoever comes out on top, 
basically gets that all black jersey. Well, we'll see. That's, uh, there's, there's plenty of players here who will be looking forward to the squad announcement on Sunday. I mean, no Mel has got a fullback. Uh, obviously, Bowden Barrett will also be in there, but um, Lamapi, we hope to be there. Proctor as well. Interesting that TJ Perinara has been, uh, is, is back on the bench, so he's not going to start. Uh, so, so they're going to start with Finley Christie uh, there. But still, for me, this is Hurricanes all the way. Um, I'm backing uh, the Canes by 15. Ooh, Sheesh. I mean the the score difference for the for the for the previous matches has been quite close. So the only difference has been like three points. So I'll I'll stick with three points, Hurricanes. God, you're much closer than the you much you have much more confidence in the Blues than I do. Then we head up to <laughs> Well they've they've performed well against New Zealand side, so even though they've lost, but they've 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 I mean they've they've dug deep. They've dug deep. Against New Zealand opposition. Then we head up to on uh, on Saturday. We have the Sunwolves versus the Reds uh, up up in Tokyo. This is the, the this is the Sunwolves' last home game in Tokyo. Their next two home games are in Hong Kong and Singapore. I'm not sure you really call those home games as such. So, for me, this is their last chance of a win against the Reds. What do you think? Oof. Oh, I misread that game. I thought the Reds were playing at home, but clearly the Sunwolves were playing at home last game. Um, oh, initially I called Reds, but <laughs> now now I want to change my decision. But... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So just a couple of uh, selection <laughs> things, just to let you know. I, three changes to Reds from the last from the team that beats the Lions two weeks ago because they're coming up with bye week, obviously. Kane Douglas will be uh, will be his hundredth Super Rugby cap um, in, oh. this time, and obviously mm. we'll have someone like George Smith next to him. So plenty of experience in that Reds pack. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so positive about the Reds backs, mind you. And I think that's where some of I think will have the hand, the upper hand over the Reds is in their backs because some of do have some exciting okay. guys there. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go with Reds. Reds by seven. Well, I'm going some walls by three, saying that I think this is their last chance to win this season. <laughs> and I do want, I, I, I don't want them getting nilled, so I'm going to back them by three. Um, All right, cool. I'll go red. <laughs> we then have a rare Sunday afternoon game, a Saturday afternoon game, or, or uh, which is the Crusaders versus the Waratahs. Um, Ryan Crossy being rested for this one. Any complacency yeah, yeah. from the Crusaders? Nah, I think, uh, he does need some rest, man. He's been playing quite a lot. So, I mean, even Sam Whitelock, I thought they would rest him for this game, but clearly not. But uh, I think Ryan Crotty, I mean, he needs a bit of rest. And I think Tim Bateman comes in. That's correct. In his yeah. position. Yeah, and then um, George Bridge at fullback, I think. Now, that is a definitely... Uh, George Bridge at fullback is, an, is definitely an, an, an attacking intent. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see him trying to... Uh, oh, what's wrong with him? I'm not sure because I don't see him down as injured. So this is a, uh, I was a bit, I was surprised yeah. by that, by that selection. But to be fair, Mattielli has been playing very well. Tamanivalu has also been playing very well. So it's, it's very difficult to keep them That's off the wings. Uh, and because they've been yeah, playing yeah. well, you, if you want to fit Bridge in, then it's going to be at fullback. So what's going to be interesting is nice. those high bombs and Falau coming through and vice versa. And uh, that, that aerial battle is going to be interesting. I'm not sure. After what I saw against the Blues last weekend, oh, jeez, I don't know what's going on with the Waratahs, man. Um, it seems like they only perform against either South African teams or the Australian opposition. 
Um, because I guess New Zealand sides uh, and the form that the Crusaders are in, I don't see I don't see the Waratahs beating the Crusaders at home. It's highly impossible. But in midfield will be interesting with Kirtley Beal and Goodhue. So and I think Goodhue has, uh, has stood has stood his ground this season so far. Um, he's stamping his authority and he's worked well with with Ryan Crutty. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how he works on a on a starting with um with Bateman um in in midfield. But another thing now, um Richard Mwanga is back so he gets the back line going. And seeing how the Crusaders performed last weekend, especially in the second half, oof. That was an outstanding performance. Outstanding performance. It was. You've got to say looking at this with with Good Hugh back, Mwanga back, uh we've got now we've got Moody coming back into it. Sure they're missing uh they're also missing um uh, Franks, but Moody's back now. A lot of their players are coming back from injury. Sure, we're still missing Kieran Reid. We're still uh, there are st- this isn't a absolute first choice team, but it's getting pretty close yeah, now. Really. It's not the it's not the missing ten All Blacks that we had at the beginning of the season. This this team's starting to ramp up now, yeah. and it's looking dangerous. I know it is. It is. They they they're starting. To- <laughs> Jeez, the, usually Crusaders start off, I mean, they always have bad starts in, uh, in Super Rugby, but the way they get into the mix, like halfway through the season, is unbelievable. And we're seeing the results of that now. And I mean, they've had, what, six, seven games winning streak on the trot now. So, and they're leading, they're leading the, 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 the overall standings. And which is amazing to see, man. And a lot of teams can take a leaf out of, uh, what the Crusaders are doing in terms of continuity, in terms of stability within the structures of the team. But with the Waratahs traveling to Christchurch, well, yeah, you, they might, they might. You talk about stability and continuity. The Waratahs have the exact same pack that lost to the Blues. Um, <laughs> and uh, so there's stability there. Um, Phipps comes in uh, to partner Foley. And then you've got Beal, Rona, uh, Naravaru and Callum Clark out in the wings and full out back at the back. That's a decent back line, but, but against the, the Crusaders the team. Yeah. The difference is they don't have any depth. They depend on those on those same players week in, week out for how many rounds in Super Rugby now? 16, 17 rounds? So, I mean, if eventually, I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is, but I don't know, man. Uh, some. Maybe they need one of one of the New Zealand expertise to just fly into Australia, teach them new things, new ways of doing things. Because uh, well, clearly, whatever they're doing is they, not working. They'd argue they did that with uh, Robbie Deans, and it kind of didn't kind of work. So the um... uh, not, not Robbie Deans, not Robbie Deans. But I think they didn't give even Robin Deans enough chance, man, or enough time. But. He was national coach. He didn't coach at a provincial level. I'm talking about provincial level. If they start working from there and then build it up onto the, the national team. But, uh, Crusaders, for me, yeah, I say Crusaders on this game by at least 10 points. So, yeah, so I've gone Crusaders by 15. I think there are only two, two, there are only two gimmies in this, in this, uh, in this round. And that is the Hurricanes, the Blues Hurricanes and the Crusaders Waratahs. Both those ones, I think, are fairly easy to call. Every other game in this round, to me, could go either way. Uh, this is probably this, this is the toughest round of games that I've that I can remember having to do predictions for. Um, I think it's absolutely crazy. It, the nice thing is that it's because of these uh, Australia versus New Zealand, New Zealand versus South Africa, 
when you mix it up like that, then it starts becoming and seeing how other teams performed last weekend, especially the Sharks and the and the Stormers, then it starts uh, becoming more interesting, I think, as well, and it starts becoming more competitive too, as well. Well, yeah, so, the, yeah, the Sharks, the Stormers, yeah. and obviously the Hagiwaris all stepping up last weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing. So, so, and on that note, we, we go on that then to one of those teams that was over in South Africa, the Highlanders having to drive, tra- drive, not drive. You drive driving back from South Africa, you're going to get very wet. Travel back from South Africa. Um, and they looked tired in South Africa, didn't they, in that loss? And they host the Lions. So Aaron Smith, Lee, Hunt, all rested uh, for, the, yeah. for the Highlanders. I think they, 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 need a, they need some fresh legs, don't they? Oof. Um... But I've seen something totally different from New Zealand teams when they travel back from South Africa, they get home and they start performing still. So, I mean, I remember the Hurricanes came back from here after losing to the Blues and then winning against the Aguares. Then they went back to New Zealand to play the Crusaders and they totally dominated the Crusaders. And now the Highlanders are traveling back home. But the Lions should have settled by now in... New Zealand, isn't this like one? This is their last game in Australasia, right? So this is their fourth, yeah, their fourth they... game on the trot. Uh, so obviously beat the Waratahs quite comfortably, lost to the Reds, um, then lost yeah. to the uh, the um, Hurricanes last weekend, but put in a good performance. They've lost Karl Marx though, not Karl Marx. Jeez, that's the now I keep saying Karl ah, Marx. Malcolm. They lost Malcolm Marx. Sorry, ah, oh, dear. Yeah. Um, they lost Marx, uh, and he's a big leader for them and their line out just fell apart last weekend when he went off the pitch. Yeah, no, they, they it's quite a big loss for for the Lions. Uh I mean is he's I mean Malcolm Marks is very important at the breakdown especially for the Lions. I mean slowing down opposition ball, stealing opposition ball. Um I mean I, I think he should be one of the leading um yeah he was leading the turnovers, that's right, yeah. On the on the ground. So I mean that's quite important for for the Lions team that that also wants to attack. I mean turnover ball is quite uh, imperative for them. Uh, it'll be interesting to see oof, how they go about how they who they choose uh, actually at flanker or on their flanks for this game because they would want someone to disrupt the Highlanders uh, Highlanders ball on the ground. So since Malcolm Marks is not there, so they'll want to look to They'll look for someone to actually try and and play that role for this game. So, yeah. So what they've done is they've they've gone and put um, uh, they've gone and put Quagga Smith uh, to number eight. Uh, they've got um, Clyde Brink uh, in seven, which is 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 the the blindside role um, because you guys use different numbering. And then they've got Schumann at number six to come in and do that uh, to put that energy in the jackling in the open open side role. You. Uh, I don't know how. I've- him at uh, six, but uh, because I mean, last week there was no difference after Malcolm Marx left, he carried more ball than actually st- stealing ball <laughs> from the opposition. So I don't know, it was, uh, it's, it's a tight one, it's a tough one to call. But look, seeing that the Lions have been in Australasia for so long, they should should perform against the Highlanders who are travelling, I believe. But Highlanders are at home and they'll want to win this game after losing to the Sharks. Because against the Sharks, they looked dead and buried, basically. And they didn't, they didn't look interested. They didn't look like they wanted to be 
in South Africa, actually. But yeah. uh, it's a tough, it's a tough game to call. Very tough game to call. Um, the history between the two teams, oof, they've only met like 18 times. So Highlanders have won 11, lost seven. And last year, the Highlanders lost against the Lions. The Lions were playing at home. And the year before, the Lions lost to Highlanders in New Zealand. Okay, I'll go with Highlanders at home. <laughs> um, I've gone for the Highlanders at home with up by three. And I've gone by three because I'd say they looked tired, as you say, last weekend. Or you say they looked, they, they didn't want to be in South Africa. I think they looked tired. Um, the Lions, on the other hand, uh, whilst they put in a better performance against the Hurricanes, haven't been getting the, haven't been getting the results overseas on the, on their tour. So hence I'm going to go for the Highlands, but I think it'd be a close one. Then we head over to yeah. Canberra for the Brumbies versus the Rebels. Christian Leofano, McCaffrey and, uh, Valentine return for the for the Brumbies, so that's got to be good for them. Yeah, no, I mean they're playing at home in Canberra, so for me, I think I've been disappointed with the Rebels lately. Uh, they started off on a bang, but they don't seem to have continued with that success after losing in South Africa. Um, I'm sure they'll be pretty disappointed with their with their with their performance so far, but. Uh, the Brumbies, on the other hand, they've beaten the Brumbies eh? in in Melbourne yep. in the first game. Uh, but uh, seeing the experience coming back for the Brumbies, um, let's go Brumbies eh? for this one because they're playing at oh, home. Well. A bit, bit, bit more about the team. So, yeah, so Brumbies, obviously, got the experience coming back for the Brumbies, which is good. But again, they're another side, as you, you've been talking about, about lack of depth uh, as, as, to, as to who's going to play play afterwards. Uh, Rory Arnold, Sam Carter, yeah. some decent, decent players in their forwards there. If we go across to the Rebels, though, now this is a different. Uh, this this is a real problem for them. At number nine, starting Ruru, we have no Will Genia after his knee injury last last week, and to me, uh, he's the only name I bother I actually bother looking for uh, amongst Rebels. <laughs> I don't even look at the rest of the rest of the squad because he he's what the key the, the key one. Still missing people like players yeah. like um, Dame Helmet Petty as well. Uh, I think Kenya has been phenomenal for the for the Rebels. Uh, without him, you can see the difference, and they kind of struggle to get good going forward. And, and someone who makes good decisions uh, on the deck, basically, uh, and Kenya has been that for them. Where he knows when to box kick, he knows when to pass, he knows when to skip pass, he knows when to link up. Um, he finds good space behind uh, behind the defensive lines. So for me, Guinea has been pivotal for for the for this rebel side, and without him, they kind of struggle, and they struggle, they struggle hectically. And well, let's be honest. Ooh. Here we are. We're, we're talking about the rebels team. For, 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 yeah. Talk about the rebels team here for about maybe three minutes, three minutes, and we spent two and a half minutes of that talking about a player that they haven't got, which tells you. I think that tells you everything you need to know. That yet yeah, without him, uh, they they've got some serious problems. Ruru just is not up to scratch for that. Debrusini just doesn't 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 spark the back line, and yeah, I'm so I'm 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 Brumbies all the way on this one. Uh, Brumbies by three, yeah. purely because which team is going to lose it the least? Because I'm not sure either team is actually going to win this game. It's a matter of who 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 doesn't lose it more than the other. It's one of those sort of games for me. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's one. If you're going to miss a game this weekend, quality wise, this is one to miss. <laughs> looking at the two sides, I mean. I would say Rebels have a better forward pack than the Brumbies, 
but then the Brumbies, I think the Brumbies will have a better backline than the than the Rebels. And I say that because I mean they've got the experience of uh, international players in the Brumbies side for the backline, and I and I think uh, what's his name now, the captain of the Rebels, um, former Force player. Oh, uh, Adam Coleman. Now. But anyway, Adam uh, yeah, the lock forward. But Adam Coleman, and yeah, he's he's led that that forward pack. I mean, cheapest from the front man, and for me, he's been phenomenal for for for, for the Rebels as well. I mean, leading from the front, and his lineouts are very good. His kickoffs are very, very good. So, yeah, I mean, if the Rebels dominate up front, they can take the game, but. It's, Brumbies will have more firepower because now they're playing at home. So, yeah, I also go Brumbies, uh, home advantage, by three. And then we get into the uh, the last two games where we don't actually have the squad yet because they announced them in about four hours' time. So, unfortunately, sorry, guys, we can't give you any no. insight into the players. Um, I can hear you. Don't worry. You're, we're all good. I can still hear you. Um, so, next up, we have the Stormers versus the Chiefs. Uh, the Stormers... Had a good, uh, uh, have been good at home this week, this season, haven't they? Okay, so it uh, looks like uh, Pillar's having a bit of a problem hearing me. Uh, but the yeah, the, the Stormers had a great. Um, yeah, they haven't lost a game, <laughs> but they've been bad. Oh no, he's cutting in and out. Unfortunately, sorry. Uh, yeah, away from home, the Storms had a problem. At home, they've been wonderful. The Chiefs. As we've been talking about all season, injuries, injuries, injuries. But they've been getting the results uh, until the Haguaris. So can they can they travel? I'm not sure. Let's see if we've got Pillar back and see what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the Stormers have been good, very good uh, at home, that is. Um, they've struggled when they've had to travel. But they've put in some good performances uh, at home. So it's been... Uh, and the Chiefs actually last week, I mean, losing against uh, Guarez and where they've rested a couple of players. But I think some of their players had already flown um, into South Africa um, a week prior to the Guarez game and for, preparing, uh, for preparations for this game. And Stormers, I think the one change... They won't change their side for the Chiefs. But, uh, yeah, I think Stormers have been brilliant. And, and I don't see them changing their team for, for, for this game. And I think there'll be a couple of changes from the Chiefs side for this particular game. Yeah, I I, I want to pick the Stormers because they've been so good at home. Uh, but my rule is always pick the New Zealand side. And that generally works. So I'm going to go Chiefs by three. Um, but not with any confidence. How about yourself? I'm going Stormers. Home advantage. They want to, yeah, home advantage, and they haven't lost a game, so they're not about to lose this game. Cool. And then we finish up with Stormers. the Storms by how many? How confident are you? Five. Okay. One. Uh, just, so still under a score. Uh, just, just one score in it. Um, Bulls versus yes. the Sharks. Now the Sharks had that good victory uh, last weekend. The Bulls have been decent at home as well. 
uh, got blown away a bit by the uh, the Stormers last weekend, but at home again yeah. they've been good. This one's another one that's just going to be a Titanic battle. No, it's a it's a big game. It's a big uh, South African uh, derby for us. Uh, Blue Bulls have been good, uh, but last week they kind of seemed off a bit. Uh, they couldn't finish. Um, the passes weren't sticking. Well, poor passing. Um, they scrumming was 50-50. Lineouts they were all right. They weren't good. But on defense, um, they kind of they kind of. They kind of missed a lot of take a lot of tackles, um, which cost them a few tries. So I'm sure this week they want they would want to rectify that. And and the Sharks looked phenomenal, man, last weekend. Uh, they were very dominant, um, good go forward ball, and they dominated up front, which is quite which has been something I've been noticing from the South African sides against New Zealand teams um, this year. That is, um, they've decided to be more physical. Um, and New Zealand sides are kind of struggling with that. Uh, if I mean, for example, if the Stormers hit the, um, uh, hit the Chiefs quite hard on uh, this weekend, Stormers will definitely, will definitely win. So this weekend, it will be interesting to see how the Blue Bulls pack and the Sharks pack go at each other, man, from scrumming to lineouts to rut time as well. So, because I think um, oh, the backlines are quite solid as well, both teams actually. Uh, Pollard on the other side, you've got Lukanyu Arm on the other side for the Sharks. You've got it'll be I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who they put on the wing. I think the, I think the Sharks will stick with the same team, and the Blue Bulls will also stick with the same team. And I think um, see um, Sinyaro will be back this weekend in the front row. So that beefs up the Bulls' uh, forward front row um, because they were inconsistent last week uh, against the Sharks. So that that that's that's a booster for them. Um, yeah, for me, Sharks and uh, and Blue Bulls will be a titanic battle, basically. Uh, and it's a, all, a forward it's, pack battle. To, to me, it's going to come down to was last weekend a one-off from the from the Sharks, or have the Sharks finally clicked this season and giving us what we expected them to do? Because at the beginning, of this, the, 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 to me, the Sharks have been the most disappointing team uh, in Super Rugby. Not the worst team, but the most disappointing, because we know they can be so much better. Um, yeah. And yeah. so um, if, if last week is them finally clicking, then then they'll win. Um, if last week was just a... Was, 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 a, a, a stage on their on their way to learning how to play like that, then I think uh, I'm going to go with I'm, I'm going with the Bulls, and because I'm not yet seen it seen the Sharks do it two weeks on the trot, I'm Bulls by three. Well, because the thing is, uh, it's inconsistency basically. Uh, I mean, we look at the Australasian tour. One weekend they beat the Blues, second weekend they losing last minute against the the, the Hurricanes. Um, it's all about inconsistent. It's all about uh, super rugby. Is all about consistency. So if you if you want if you want to beat teams, I mean on a regular. If you're beating teams on a regular, you build confidence. And once that confidence hits sets in, you go into games knowing going into games fully confident and re- and I mean even if you're down by a few points, you know you still have that confidence of coming back. So for me, the shots have been inconsistent in their in their in their in their football. And 
if they can do what they did last weekend on Saturday, then yeah, man, uh, they 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 could beat the the, the 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 Bulls. But I don't see them beating the Bulls at home. I I really don't see them beating the Bulls at home. And Bulls will be hurting as well, so they'd want to they'd want to they'd want to. Um, Give 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 their supporters something to shout to to shout about, you know. Um, so and I, they play, yeah. I mean, home crowd advantage. I'm Bulls by three. Yeah. How many? How many do you think Bulls by then? Bulls by seven. Bulls by seven, if not more. Whoa, okay, going big. So, I know you are a very busy man, and I've run out of time because you said, Paul, you have to be done in half an hour, and we are going to be smack on half an hour. So, Fila, um, please. Uh, sorry, Pillar. Sorry, please let people know where they can get your wonderful content from. Yeah, man, uh, we are Grid Sports. We've got a website www.gridsports.co.za, uh, and then we also have. You can also email us at, at uh, on uh, info at gridsports.co.za. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Grid underscore Sports. You can find us on uh, Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel where we do stories. Uh, we haven't done stories in a bit, uh, but we look at all athletes from rugby, cricket, soccer, um, athletics, hockey, you name it. We, we look at telling stories basically. Um, that's our core, um, business. And yeah, um, so we do a lot of things, including rugby, like chatting to Paul today. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, that's where you can find us. Uh, we're looking forward to entertaining you on our Twitter handle and giving you live scores. So yeah, so uh, say Grit Sports is the place, the best place on the internet for the stories behind uh, of uh, learning who the athletes really are and what makes them tick. Whereas driving more, yeah. we're all about predictions and opinion. We don't get we don't get this access to to, to the players that uh, that Pillow does. Um, <laughs> so always up for good rugby chat. So so do uh, comments down below. Smash that likes button. And obviously, and at the moment, we're trying to build our audience. So please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. What I've been told is social media is about clear calls to action. And if that's not clear, I don't know what is. Hit that subscribe button. Okay. Thank you, everybody. And enjoy whatever it be you're watching this weekend. And a massive thank you to my guest this week.